welcome to C3 Church to Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Hello, everybody. Great to be with you again today. You know, it's a wonderful season, isn't it? We've just come out of beyond over these last couple of weeks. And I just love the whole Beyond season. But I want to thank you again for your prayers, for your faith, for your buy-in, for your sacrificial giving into Beyond. You know, you guys never cease to amaze me with your heart of generosity. So thank you, thank you, thank you. From the Lord, uh, he is blessed by your heart attitude. Now, Um, Our theme, obviously, for Beyond has been giving hope. And that is the whole heartbeat of Beyond, that we are here to give hope to others out in this world. And Pastor Jace, when he spoke a couple of weeks ago, he spoke from Romans chapter 15, verse 13, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of Holy Spirit. Now, I've had the words overflow with hope in my heart and my mind since then. And I've been pondering on what it means to have hope overflowing out of your life. So today, um, I feel to uh, speak on hope as a two-part series, and this is part one, part two next week. And we're going to look at how we can be receivers and givers and overflowers of hope. Now, the other night, I actually went to wash up my dinner dishes and I started running the tap to get the cold water hot and waiting for the hot water to come in. I actually forgot, got distracted, walked away from the sink, forgetting that I had left the water running. Uh Uh-oh. Unfortunately, too, there was something in the sink which blocked the drain from um, draining out and the water built up and overflowed over the sink into my cupboards. And when I arrived back at the, in the kitchen, I was like, no, and quickly turned off the tap, unblocked the drain, which actually the water was very hot. And, um, and there was water all over the floor and water everywhere. My sink had overflowed. So when I think of that word overflowing, that's the picture that I have in my mind. My water, my sink rather, overflowing with water down onto the floor and everywhere. Not just a small amount of water in the sink, but a large amount of water overflowing. And that's how I feel with hope. I don't want to have just enough just a little bit of a hope in my tank, as it were. But I want to be able to overflow with hope in order that there is plenty to give away to others. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not easy, is it, to, 
to in this in especially in this season to have a hope that overflows a hope that isn't optimism or wishful thinking like i hope it doesn't rain today or i hope i get to the shops before they close that kind of hope but hope which the bible defines as a confident expectation of what god has promised Pastor Jay spoke about our hopes being based on believing and trusting in a faithful God and sustained through his word and through prayer. So if you didn't hear that message, I'd encourage you to go back and have a listen to that message. Today, however, I want to look at a few different aspects of hope. In Hebrew, the word for hope is actually tikvah, which not only means expectation, but also can mean cord or rope, which comes from a root word, which means to bind or to wait for. Baker's Bible Dictionary adds, hope means to trust in, wait for, look for, or expect something beneficial in the future. When I think of you guys in Bali and many people around the world, I realize that hope is something which has been robbed and it's been lost from so many people in many different ways. And the hope for a beneficial future seems to be lost and in some cases seems hopeless. So whether you're struggling today to hold on to hope, because of the challenging situations that you're facing in your life. Or maybe you've just prayed and prayed and prayed for the situation to change, but it hasn't. Today, my prayer is that whatever our current situation is, good or bad, that hope will arise and overflow again in all our lives. So my first point is hope waits. Now, Romans 4 verse 18 says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring or descendants be. Now, most of us know the story of how Abraham um, God promised Abraham that his descendants were going to be as numerous as the sands on the seashore or the stars in the sky. And this seemed impossible because they didn't have any children and they were old and they were well past their childbearing age and they still didn't have a son. But against all odds, even when there was no reason to have hope, Abraham believed God's promise to him and eventually he and Sarah had a son, Isaac, the result of God's promises coming to pass. However, on the pathway to fulfillment of that promise, there were some doubts, times when hopes faded and even a time when Abraham tried to help God out by doing things his way to try and see that promise fulfilled. Now, I think most of us are rather the same, a bit like Abraham, when we are hoping for something that's taking such a long time to come to pass. We're like, hurry up, God, when am I going to see what you've promised me come to pass? 
or when are you going to change this situation? And it seems like we're waiting so long. Doubts can creep in in that waiting time. And maybe we decide, let's see if we can make this happen ourselves. And I'm sure we've all experienced those times when, as it were, we're traveling on that hope road towards a promised destination. And on the way, we encounter some roadblocks, some detours, and even some complete stops. And it seems like the journey is taking so, so long. And we are never going to get to that destination. And in that time, we may want to give up. We may want to turn around and head back home. It's all too hard. I give up. But we need to remember that hope waits. Hope believes and hope perseveres. Because Paul reminds us in Romans 5 verses 3 and 4 that he said we can also glory in our sufferings or our challenges because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. So waiting time, even though it's challenging, can feel like and can feel like that God's allowing us to suffer in that process, we need to remember waiting time is not wasted time. So as long as we're allowing God to do what he wants to do in our lives, he's molding us to be more like him, shaping our character and teaching us perseverance in hope. So even though it seems like there's a delay in the promise coming to pass, let's decide that we are not going to let go of hope. God's timing is always perfect. So wait, wait for the Lord while you wait on the Lord. And a great reminder to do this, I think, is Maverick City's song, Wait On You that just helps get it into our spirit that there is a time of waiting on God as we're waiting for his promises to come to pass. Secondly, we've we, we can learn with hope that it, there is a rest. Hope rests. King David said in uh, Psalm 62 verses 5 to 8, my soul find rest in God. He was talking to himself. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock. He is my refuge. I will trust in him at all times. Um, I will pour out my heart to him for God is my refuge. While we are waiting, we don't have to stress about making things happen in our own strength. We take a position, as the Amplified Version says, to quietly submit to God. He knows best. Not our will, but God's will be done. Resting isn't passive, though. It's actively choosing to trust and put our hope in an unshakable and immovable God. Another key we learn from David in that verse, which helps keep us, um, keep our hope alive and helps us to rest in God, is 
to, as David said, pour out our hearts to him. The Passion Translation says, tell him all your troubles. And I, I think this is an incredible key. Let's tell God how we're feeling. I pour out my frustration, my impatience and my disappointment to him. But I don't stay there. Like King David, let's be people who finish with praise and tell God he is our rock. He is our refuge. We will not be shaken and we will wait and we will rest in knowing that, God, you are in control of our lives. Right where you are now, I want you just to take a moment and just stay there as I pray. And I want to pray for you, those that are waiting, those that are hanging on for God to come through and change a situation, a circumstance. Those that are feeling troubled and anxious and there is no rest. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will come right now. And I pray for every person who's in a position of waiting, who's in a position where they are troubled and anxious and can't see a future ahead or the way that, the thing, that things will work out. Lord, I thank you, Holy Spirit, by your power right now that you will come and that you will cause there to be a peace, and a rest upon spirits right now, that they will submit to you all their cares, all their worries, all the trials, all that they are going through, all that they are facing, and say, God, you're in control. We trust you. You are Lord of our lives. And you know, as you do that, you will find that the God of hope will cause there to be an overflow of hope in your life. Lastly, today, hope doesn't stand alone. I mentioned at the beginning that the word hope in Hebrew is tikvah, which not only means expectation, but also means cord or rope, which comes from the root word to bind or to wait for. Now, when I was preparing this message, I had a picture of a rope. Now, we all know what rope looks like. But this rope had three strands separately. And as I looked at these three strands, I felt Holy Spirit say that this type of rope represents the indestructible attributes of faith, hope, and love, which are found in 1 Corinthians 13. Now, hope standing alone is not enough. It is not so strong. But faith and love working together with hope give it extra strength and extra power. So then it becomes a much stronger rope when those three things are woven together. And that's what hope is like a rope, but woven together with faith and love. Faith is the conviction of the reality, the assurance that what we're hoping for is going to come to pass, even when we can't see it for ourselves. Hope keeps the future vision and the promise alive in our hearts and minds, and God's love is what binds it all together. That's when we see the overflow. 
that we hope against hope like Abraham, not because of our ability to be faithful, but because of God's faithfulness to us. So even when things look hopeless, even when things don't seem to be working out, the God who gave a promised son to an old couple is the same God who summoned Jesus out of the grave, who brought life out of death, who calls into existence the things that do not yet exist, who is faithful to fulfill all his promises to us, who writes a new chapter when it looks like the story is over, who makes a way where there seems like there is no way. This is our God. Our hope is in Him and that what He has promised will come to pass. So today, let's remember that the God of hope will fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in Him so that we are people who overflow with hope by the power of Holy Spirit. So hope waits, hope rests, Hope stays strong when bound together with faith and love. So today, people, let's declare who we are, a people who are overflowing with hope for the future and a trust that what God has promised and said to us will come to pass. Thank you, Jesus, for this incredible group that are listening to this message today. I pray that there will be an overflowing of hope in their lives and hearts, that God, that which is disappointed and that which has stressed and challenged would, as it were, dissolve and be replaced with a trust and a confidence that you are in control of their lives and that you have a hope and a future for them that is good. So Spirit of God, let hope arise in hearts today. Fill every life with your peace and your power in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and amen. God bless you, each one. Love you. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c 3